Um, I'm guessing that the reading this morning was a little bit of a surprise. It was certainly a surprise to me when God gave it to me. But the message this morning is, because I believe most of us here already know God and we've experienced God's love, is how we can apply that in our lives, inside the church, with ourselves, with others, and with those outside the church. And that's why the reading was chosen. I don't know about you, but I have found this series on love to be very challenging. If I look at love from a human point of view, there are some people who are easy to love, and there are others, however, who can be a real struggle. I would prefer to be able to just walk away from those people. The love talked about in 1 Corinthians 13 is a completely different kind of love to human love. It is the way God wants us to love each other and the love that we should all show to, to show to all people. God wants us to show others the same love that he has shown us. Everything we do should reflect God's love. Today's verse from 1 Corinthians 13, verse 7, in that verse there are four aspects of love shown. They are what we must base our lives on. They are the best ever guide. If we can live our lives around these four things, people will see God's love shining through us. But it's not as easy as it looks. So let's take a look at the first screen. Love bears all things. The Greek word used is stego. It means to cover, to protect, to preserve, to put a roof over, to keep off something that threatens. So, three things here I looked at. Protection from ourselves. Because we do need protecting from ourselves. At times, we all suffer from self-doubt. We don't understand what's going on in our lives all the time. And at that point, it's very important that we do something about it and not just sit back and let it fester. Protection from each other. Now, here's a thing. This is a difficult thing to talk about. But I've been given this to speak, so I have to say it. We are all different for a purpose, okay? When Jesus chose his disciples, he didn't choose a group of people that were exactly the same. He chose a group of people that could complement each other, that would be different, that can reach out to different people. What's the point of saying that, you ask? Well, it's human nature to try and make everyone to fit in the window that you yourself think you fit in. Well, as far as God's concerned, that's completely wrong. There's no point, and it's probably as close as a sin you're going to get without sinning, if you try and change everybody to match what you think is the right thing. So, let's not use ourselves as a benchmark for how others should be, but let's accept the diversity that we've got in the church. Let's respect one another. Let's protect each other. Let's live together and let's encourage each other so that we can work as one. Protection from outside attack. This is an even bigger problem than the ones inside the church. As the reading says, 
Time is short. Time is very short and we still have a load of work to do. So we need to be protecting each other from outside attack. So we need to protect ourselves, protect each other from ourselves, protect each other from each other and protect from outside attack. So, how can we do this? Well, in the in the reading again, it says, "Go back." Um, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very one word of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so in all things God might be praised. So, what we need to do is we need to look at what our gifts are as far as love is concerned. Are you a prayer warrior? If you're a prayer warrior, then pray for everybody. Are you an encourager? Are you someone that can come alongside someone who's down, who's been taken out by somebody or by some other influence? If you are, then that's what you need to be doing. If you can think of anything else that fits into this category, then please think about it. It is our duty to find out what we're supposed to be doing in the church. The second aspect is love believes all things. The Greek word here is pisteo, to believe, to trust, to have faith or confidence in. Love believes all things. What a sweeping statement this is. Can we believe all that we are told? All the so-called facts we see on the television, read on Twitter or Facebook, or whatever is your favourite social media network? Or... For those that do not care for such things, but get their news over the garden fence, are we to take all things at face value as the absolute truth? Does this mean we are supposed to be gullible and naive? Obviously, this is not the correct meaning. Instead, this is all about believing the best about people. Naturally, we are all suspicious of others, and sometimes for good reason. For good or bad, we form our own opinions, many times without having the facts. But the love that we should show should be the kind of love that thinks the best of people. We need to be able to trust one another, to have faith and confidence in each other. This does not mean that we should be gullible or naive, but that we should always give the benefit of the doubt. It is up to all of us not to let the others down. The result of belief, faith and confidence in each other will help us to build each other up. So the question is the same again. What is my service in this? How can I and how can you get people to believe and trust and have faith in one another or confidence in one another? The first thing that we probably need, and if you've got this gift, it's a real blessing for you, is discernment. You need to know what's right and what's wrong. You need to know when to be speaking, when to be quiet. But the second thing is something that I like to consider I am at least 75% of the time, is an optimist. I like to believe the best about people. And it does kind of leave you vulnerable if you do that, because there are people that will let you down. But God, as we have already heard, never lets you down. Another person that you could be is an encourager. If you see someone 
that's hurting or that's lagging behind or that's sort of lost their faith, is acting maybe a little bit weird, if you could come across them quietly with love, with care and with dignity and speak to them, but keep it to yourselves. Don't spread it around. The third aspect is, and this is where things get just a little bit lighter and a little bit better, love hopes all things. The Greek word here is elpizo, for those who are interested, to hope, to trust, to place hope and confidence in. Oh, so often do the troubles of this world drag us down. Without the hope aspect of Christian love, where would we be? Edward Moat wrote a song about hope which explains what this means much better than I ever could. So I'm going to read it to you. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness seems to veil his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant and blood support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, clothed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Hope is what gets us from here to there from wherever we are today to whatever comes tomorrow. We get up, we go on, we move forward. Why? Because Christ is in us and his promises are sure and the future for us is always brighter than the past. This is what helps to motivate us to love, to serve, to go on, to live confidently in him. We can say all this because God has made promises And God keeps his promises. Hope is believing that God is love. So, there again, what is your service in this? Are you the kind of person who can shout out, tell everybody what God's all about, what God's done for you? Have you got a testimony that you can give that shows God's love? Well, your responsibility is to do what God has given you to do. The fourth aspect is love endures all things. The Greek word here is hopomeno. It means patient endurance, to persevere, to bear up under load. Romans 8, 35 to 39 tells us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Excuse me a second.
No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul tells us that nothing can separate us from God's love. God has given us the strength to endure. To endure all things means that we are willing to remain in difficult situations for the sake of one another, rather than seeking our own ease through escape. This means that when our fellow brothers or sisters in Christ are making life difficult for us, we don't look for a way out. Since we are talking about long-term perspective, we need to admit that hope in all things is not enough. If we will endure all things, we will need a front row seat. That means that we are willing to stand in there and take some abuse in the name of seeing each other through to the end. All of our positive expectations don't mean much when we essentially plan to pop back into the picture when things are a little less rocky. If our fellow Christians are going to grow, it isn't God's design that they do it alone. And let's face it, some Christians' lives are train wrecks. Being close to these people means hassle, heartbreak and offence. But Christians buy tickets for trains they know will wreck. God never gives up on his children and neither should we. We wouldn't call it endurance if it were easy. So what is your service there? What is my service? Can you be patient with people? Can you be kind? Are you good at long-suffering? To sum up what love is in verse 7, bears all things is the private and personal help part, believes all things is where we look to the good in others, hopes all things, this I like to think of as the fuel of love. It's God's hope in us that drives us forward and helps us to endure all things. Well, what does all this have to do with 1 Peter 4, verses 7 to 11? Let's read it again. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind, so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality one to another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. Faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. We're in a war. Our weapon is God's love. The enemy is the devil. The spoils are the lost souls. 
The love we've heard about today is our training. We all have a part to play. We are told to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all people. James Seddon puts it like this, and that is my want for using hymns. I'm going to read you another one. Go forth and tell, O church of God, awake. God's saving news to all the nations take. Proclaim Christ Jesus, Saviour, Lord and King, that all the world his worthy praise may sing. Go forth and tell, God's love embraces all. He will in grace respond to all who call. How shall they call if they have never heard the gracious invitation of his word? Go forth and tell where still the darkness lies. In wealth or want the sinner surely dies. Give us, O Lord, concern of heart and mind, a love like yours which cares for all mankind. Go forth and tell the doors are open wide. Share God's good gifts. Let no one be denied. Live out your life as Christ, your Lord shall choose. Your ransom powers for his sole glory use. Go forth and tell, O church of God, arise. Go in the strength which Christ your Lord supplies. Go till all nations his great name adore and serve him, Lord and King, forevermore. We must love one another just as God loved us. God's love is the greatest enabler. It's what drives us to do what we do. God's love drives us to willing service. If we love from the heart, we will find that our service to God and to each other will follow. It will not be an easy path, but the rewards are worth it. A wise man once said, and you've heard this before, but I'll say it again, we are the Bible that people read. Let us willingly allow God's love in us to show in our daily lives so that people will see the truth of God's love through us. Thank you. Amen.